everybody. Welcome back to the Anime 7 Newscast. I'm your favorite host with the most on the bomb. And I thought I would do something a little different today just because I'm kind of feeling a little jaded about the non-anime news, like the nerdy stuff, because I feel like I feel like a lot of video game news and movie news people are hearing about more often just because that stuff is always on the forefront. Um, I do have video game news like within the anime section. But I figured today we would just do the anime news and just see if, 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 if you guys like that or if I like that better or whatever. You know, you let me know. Um, obviously, I can always go back to it and do, you know, if you guys like me to, to bring you that news. I just got to tell you, I don't know. I feel like uh, movie news lately is just pretty stale. Um, it, you know, if we're not getting a, ba- a new Batman or a new Marvel movie, it's we're getting a new horror movie, you know, and it's just like. Okay, you know, and the only horror movies that I've been into are ones that are reboots or reboot re- reboot sequels. Excuse me, reboot sequels and things like that. And it's just really weird. Um, and then as far as video game news goes, you know, people play the games they want to play. You know, um, and I. Uh, this is gonna sound bad because it sounds like a, it sounds like I'm saying, well, because I'm not into it, I'm not gonna report it, which is like. That's not what I'm trying to do at all, ever. Like, I've always tried to report all the video game news. And even... Because I don't play a lot of things, okay? Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's just kind of weird. Um, and, you know, the, the card game news or the tabletop news is also a little weird because not everyone's playing those. You know what I mean? So, it's like, it's only... I don't know how many people... Which people play those or whatever, you know? And if you ever want me to do, <clears throat> like, a weekly segment on one thing or another like oh hey sam give us a, a weekly movie segment or something or a bi-weekly like on like on the newscast do a bi-weekly thing on movies or something like that like if maybe i could do it that way you know where i do non-anime news bi-weekly and then anime news weekly or something like that anyways let me know because i just feel like um i just feel like because the non-nerdy stuff is stuff that's more in the forefront of anime news in general at least the stuff i report on then it's I just feel like it might be easier to just do the anime news. But that being said, if you disagree, always feel free to tell me. If you have a, always feel free to go on Twitter and say, "Hey, Anime Summit, you know, at Anime Summit, you know, can you bring this back on the newscaster? Can you can you report on this?" All the time, you can always do that on or in our Discord. If you're in the Discord, you know, at me or ping me and just say, "Hey, Sam, like, you know, whatever." Okay, always. That being said, let's just let's just do the anime news. Let's just get started and, and don't jump right in. Links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find everywhere to listen and all that good stuff, okay? And patreon.com slash anime summit. I really appreciate it if you're a patron. Um, you can get exclusive podcasts there. We do a thing called solo cast where it's just one host. Um Somcast, Danny Cast, Nick Cast. So it's just a it's just one host ranting or rambling about one thing. And then there's um, exclusive podcast episodes like um, there's one up there right now where it's me and Mario literally talking about Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time, literally like two days after we watched it, Um, kind of like an initial reaction podcast. Um, Yeah, so, you know, hit us up. Uh, But dude, let's just jump right into it. I'm going to give a shout out to Funimation and Crunchyroll again for emailing me. And telling me that the Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 English simuldub is confirmed. 
Bryce Pappenbrook is Aaron Yeager. Josh Grell is Armin Arlert. Trisha Nishimura, of course, is still Mikasa. Robert McCollum is Reiner. Uh, Jason uh, Librate as as, uh, Zeke Yeager. Mike McFarland is Jean. Clifford Chapman is Connie. Uh, Amber Lee Connors is Peck. Peck. Uh, Kellen Goff is Porco Galliard. Hell yeah. So, all of that good stuff. Um, Anaris, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm so sorry. Uh, Anaris Quinones as Yelena. Uh, so that's pretty sweet. Bryn April as Historia. Chris Hurry as Grisha Yeager. Matthew Mercer, of course, as Captain Levi. And then we have Mike McFarland also being the English ADR director. Okay. The conclusion of Attack on Titan, y'all. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Um, that's also going to, yeah, it's going to stream on Crunchyroll and Funimation. It's also going to air on Toonami on February 12th. So... What's cool about Tsunami is uh, here's their new lineup. Shenmue the Animation, simuldub, Shenmue the Animation, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. So this is all starting at, uh, this is all EST time, okay? So starting at 12, Shenmue the Animation, and then half-hour increments. Uh, then at 12.30, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Then at 1 a.m., Assassination Classroom, Made in Abyss. Then we got an hour of One Piece from 2 a.m., uh, to 3 a.m. and then at 3 a.m. we got Nar- Naruto Shippuden and then at 3:30 a.m. gotta throw Cowboy Bebop on there. So there you go. Um, pretty sweet. Toonami's getting back on the ball with uh, keeping up on the latest anime, so I love it. Uh, Hawaii's Kiku TV relaunches uh, as part of Kit or KITV4 network. The official website for Hawaii's KITV4 channel announced on January 31. 31st, that the Kiku TV has relaunched as KITV4's sister channel. Uh, Byron Allen, owner of Allen Media Broadcasting and KITV4, closed the purchase of the channel on January 31st. The channel started airing on February 1st and features Japanese and Filipino programming with plans to add Hawaiian cultural programming in the future. So pretty cool for uh, all of my uh, Hawaiian listeners if you're out there. Demon Slayer ranks number one on U.S. monthly book scan January list. Um, the January list on uh, NPD Book Scan's top 20 adult graphic novels list for January. Manga took all 20 spots in the list. Number one, of course, is Demon Slayer. Number two is Chainsaw Man. Number three is Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Uh... Number four, sorry, the Chainsaw Man I mentioned earlier is volume one. And then Gage Akutami, Jujutsu Kaisen, volume one, took number four. Number five was Demon Slayer, number one. Um, the, the the Demon Slayer that took the number one spot was the Stories of Water and Flame, which is like the Ren Goku and uh, like prequel thing. And then Chainsaw Man, volume two, took number six. Demon Slayer, volume two, took number seven. Dragon Ball Super Volume 15 took number 8. Chainsaw Man Volume 4 took number 9. Demon Slayer Volume 3 took number 10. Chainsaw Man, Spy X Family, Chainsaw Man, My Hero Academia Team Up Missions Volume 2, Attack on Titan 34 took number 15. Chainsaw Man, My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and then Toilet Bound Hanako-kun took number 20, Volume 12. Freaking crazy. Not to mention, the manga takes 10 of 15 spots on the New York Times February bestseller list for graphic novel- novels. 
Koyoharu Gotoge and Ryoji Hirano's Demon Slayer commencing on Yaiba Stories of Water and Flame Manga ranked at number two at the NYT Monthly Graphic Books um, bestseller list. This month's f- list featured nine other manga volumes. Number four was Chainsaw Man Volume 1. Uh, number five was Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Number seven was Chainsaw Man Volume 2. Number eight was Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 1. Number nine, uh, Demon Slayer Volume 1. Ten, Chainsaw Man Volume 4. Eleven, Volume 3. Number 12, Dragon Ball Super Volume 15. And Demon Slayer Volume 2, number 14. So, pretty sweet. Um, Fairy Tale Battle Royale. I have never read this manga. I've heard about it one time before this, and I completely forgot about it. But it's Kuninaka Aoba. A mercilessly bullied ninth grader receives a magical contract that grants her latest wish. But at what cost? Suddenly, Aoba is thrust down a rabbit hole into a strangely familiar world from children's stories, only this version comes with a dark and gruesome twist. In this wonderland, it's kill or be killed in a dark fairy tale fight for survival. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's entering its final, cli- like, final like arc or whatever, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Ina launched the ongoing manga in the Pixiv website in November 2016. Kanokawa published the fourth volume in February 2020. Seven Seas released the fourth volume in English in November 2020, so that's pretty cool. Knights and Magic manga's first part ends in two chapters. So in two more chapters, the first part will be ending. So I don't know if you're reading that. Blue Exorcist, Mon- Blue Exorcist manga's return from hiatus delayed to May. The March issue of Shuisha's Jump SQ magazine revealed on Friday that Kazue Kato's Blue Exorcist manga will resume in the magazine's June issue, which will ship in early May. So there you go. Thought this was interesting. Um, NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden. Uh, I think we all know who Edward Snowden is. If you don't, um, there's a movie about him played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Edward Snowden. Uh, just too long didn't read. Edward Snowden worked for the CAA as a computer programmer, engineer, uh, whatever. And when he was, like, hired out of, like, he was, they hired him and, like, one other person out of, like, 500 people or something. Or 100 people. And they were going through the showing him all the stuff. They basically were like, think of Google except for the whole country. And you could peek into anyone's like webcam and phone. And he uh, downloaded all the data and ran away and then told everyone about it. So, yeah. Um, that's who Edward Snowden is, in short. He commented on the anime 86 uh, on his Twitter account on Thursday he posted an image of the anime's logo and tweeted, Even anime is contemplating how we shift the burdens of war. Yeah. In an interview published in the 2018 edition of Takaraji Masha's Kono Light Novel, novel Gasugoi, uh, 86 light novel author Asato Asato revealed that one of the inspirations for the series was drone warfare and that the novel explores the logistics and ethics around this form of combat. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I... Edward Snowden is very much, uh, he's very much like, you know, he's been there. Uh, He was in asylum in Russia for a long time and a very crazy, interesting story. And I'm glad he blew that whistle. Uh, If you want to read more about him, uh, you can find information anywhere pretty much. Uh, But yeah, pretty cool that he commented on that. Um, Be Forever Yamato Rebel, Rebel 3199 Anime's tagline teases different future. 
the Space Battleship Yamato anime remakes posted the tagline for the new movie, uh, Change the Future, the Enemy is the Space Battleship Yamato. Uh, so yeah, people are kind of speculating that it's like an alternate version. Mobile Suit Gundam Arsenal base arcade card game launches on February 24th. Uh, the Gundam.info portal website revealed on Thursday that Mobile Suit Gundam Arsenal based the new real-time strategy arcade card game in the Mobile Suit Gundam series will launch on February 24th. The game will launch early in about 65 stores on February 17th. Yeah, this is probably Japan only, um, but it will be cool to see. Um, maybe some YouTube videos will come up about it. Um, thought that was super cool. June Maeda's Heaven Burns Red game launches on February 10th. Uh, June Maeda, if you don't know, they're, they created Kanan, Air, Clanad, and Angel Beats. It's a new smartphone game announced on Thursday that the game will launch on February 10th. The game's YouTube channel streamed the final trailer, Heaven Burns Red. In the story, mysterious lifeforms called Cancer are attacking the Earth, and the planet is on the verge of a true crisis. Humans tried to fight back with their weapons, but those weapons were ineffective, and the cancer kept gaining ground. And countries disappeared in the horrors of the war. Now the cancer control the majority of land on the planet. With the humanity on the brink of extinction, they develop a new weapon called Seraph. Only those who wield the Seraph can defeat the cancer. Soon, a Seraph corpse is established, and the women in the squads carry the weight of humanity's hope on their shoulders. Ruka Kayamori is one such person, a member of the 31A squad. She puts everything she has into fighting against the cancer. Um, the game was previously slated to launch 2020 for iOS and Android, but was delayed mid-2021, then de- delayed again, and then now it's delayed till February 2022, and it's finally going to launch. So uh, the game is Maeda's first completely new game in 13 years, uh, the first being, you know, their visual novels, obviously. Um, but yeah, I like the artwork to it. It looks really cool. I also like that name, Heaven Burns Red. Super cool. Uh, indie Animator creates pixel tribute to Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Yeah, this is pretty nuts. It kind of reminds me of um, the pixel kind of uh, animation that's done in, if you've ever played the the original like um, Prince of Persia on Super Nintendo or Flashback or Out of This World. Um, that's kind of what it reminds me of. It's very kind of 3D-ish um, animation, pixely. Really friggin' cool. I watched it. It's about a minute and a half long. Um, independent digital artist The Worst Vegetable Corner at Tokeru IC created a stunning pixel animation tribute to the last Evangelion film and its theme song One Last Kiss by Hikaru Yatada. Um, very cool. But yeah, you can go on their YouTube channel and uh, The Worst Vegetable Corner and it's called Goodbye All of Evangelion. Really sweet. Pokemon releases sound library for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games. The Pokemon Company International released the English version of its sound library for the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games on Wednesday. The site allows users to download and use the game's original soundtracks in specific non-commercial contexts outlined in the guidelines. The service additionally offers playlists and sampling section featuring remixes of the game's music by other artists. The first available track is On My Way to Glory by Generations from Exile Tribe. Member Alan Shirahama, which reinterprets the Pokemon Center and the Trainer Battle themes. Very cool. So yeah, if you just go to type in Pokemon Sound Library in Google, it'll take you right there. Nintendo Switch console crosses 100 million in sales. Which is good. I hope the Switch is around forever because now we got all these other... got Microsoft and Sony buying each other's shit and... I don't know. I just hope Nintendo's around forever. Uh, Afro Samurai's Takashi Okazaki draws MLB The Show 22 Collector's Edition cover art. Very cool. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know which player that is on the front. Um, but, oh, Los Angeles Angels baseball player Shohei Otani for the cover of the MLB The Show 22 Gleam Collector's Editions. So, yeah, very cool. They love baseball over there. Japan's got a whole baseball league. They got a, I got a bunch of leagues, actually. They got, like, the National League, and, the, and then they got adult leagues, and, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel game launches for iOS and Android. It's already came out for PC and uh, PlayStation 5, 4, and Xbox Series X, Nintendo Switch, and via Steam on January 19th, but it will be coming out uh, for the iOS and Android um, very soon. It features over 10,000 cards. I talked about this on the last newscast and how I was playing some of it already. Been playing it today. Love it. I will upload a video very soon on Anim- Anime Summit Extra on me showcasing one of my decks. So if you want to take a look, uh, keep an eye out on Anime Summit Extra. If you're not sub- subscribed to that already, it's just an extra YouTube channel where we just upload extra stuff, Let's Plays, things like that. Uh, Goro Taniguchi's Stab Life TV anime reveals main cast and teaser. This is some a spring hype for you um, called Stab Life. Uh, the story is set in the distant future when the world population has begun to shrink. After reaching its peak, the supernatural renovation project splits Tokyo with towering walls into several cluster neighborhoods, each with its own unique genetically modified populations governed by AI, artificial intelligence. Most people live their lives in their unique own clusters, blissfully unconcerned with life beyond. However, there are some who seek to escape to the other clusters. An outfit called Nigashia helps those who wish to escape. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's a pretty sweet idea. Um, here's some more news on the new Tatami Galaxy stuff. Tatami Time Machine Blues anime unveils more cast character designs. Um, the They revealed more character designs for the characters. This is going to be exclusively on Disney+. Plus, and uh, people are reprising their roles. Um, Tamura Kunro from Makoto Ueda's Summertime Machine Blue stage play. And uh, Sets- Setsuji Sato is returning from the Tatami Galaxy to reprise the role of Ajima. And very cool. Very sweet. So, yeah. I'm excited for that. I I just personally think that I wish that movie was a that show was a movie because some of it was just like okay I feel like I'm I'm getting kind of bored in the middle of it but I I did really like that show I think it was really cool. Uh, Yuri Yuri's Masahiko Ota directs Wit Studios original TV anime Onipan for April 2022 is directing Masahiko Ota is directing the original TV anime uh, which broadcasts in April set in a world where Japanese oni demons and humans coexist. Uh, love, friendship, and underpants is the tagline. Follows three Oni girls who transfer to a Tokyo middle school. They strive to improve the misconstrued image of Oni with the help of a key item with hidden powers. Underpants. Uh, that's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, so, I just want to say, I know I said middle school and underpants in the same sentence. And, and Oni, un, Oni girls going to middle school with underpants. Um, the, the kind of underpants they are are like those... Those really fluffy, like, bloomers, you know, like, they're big, like, long shorts, kind of. They go down to, like, above the knees, and they got tiger stripes on them. So it's not, like, panties, you know, but it's, they're just, like, boxers, almost, like, boxer bloomer underpants. The little puffy underpants. Kind of funny. Uh, I like the kid design of this red-haired girl. She's got a little two horns and red, red twin tails. Uh, Bastard manga gets new Netflix anime. Warner Brothers Japan announced on Thursday that the Kazuhisha Hagiwara's Bastard fantasy action manga 
is getting a new anime that will debut worldwide on Netflix 2022. The company revealed the anime's cast, staff, and visual. Uh, yeah, dude, Bastard has been around for a while. People often compare it to Berserk. Sometimes um, Takaharu Ozaki is directing the anime at Leiden Films. Uh, Yosuke Kuroda is in charge of series composition. Um, pretty sweet. The anime will get a special program online on YouTube and Billy Billy on February 10th at 8 p.m. Japan Standard Time featuring the cast and director. Um, Hagiwara launched the manga in Weekly Shonen Jump in 88. The series has since had a regular serialization in the magazine and later in Ultra Jump starting in 2001. Uh, Shuisha's pu- Shuisha published the manga's 27th compiled book volume in March 20, 2012. Viz Media had released the manga in English but stopped publishing the series with the 19th volume. The company canceled its release of the 20th volume in English. There is a 6-ep OVA that came out in the 90s. Um, I totally forgot about that. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never read it, but I know it's it's old. I know it's super old. I remember seeing the comic books. They, they made com- Viz made comic books of it. Um, just kind of like how they did for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon, Tale of Pikachu and such. Summertime rendering anime reveals four more cast members. April 14th debut some more spring hype for you. The official website for anime of Yasuki Tanaka's summertime rendering suspense manga posted four more cast members. Uh, the April 14th premiere and the second key visual for the anime on Thursday. Um... Upon hearing of Ushio's death, Shinpei returns to his hometown of Wakayama City on, the, on Hitogashima and reunites with his childhood friend's family. The funeral goes smoothly, but under the surface, something strange is brewing on the island. What mystery, mysteries await him on this secluded summer island? Um, this will broadcast on Disney+. Plus. So there's another Disney Plus anime. Uh, My Dress Up Darling manga puts one million more copies in circulation since the anime premiered. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch this, and I know a couple of people are wondering when we're doing our first impressions for winter, and that is happening soon. So hang tight. Hang tight for that bitch. Gundam Kukuru's Dawn's Island anime film reveals cast story in June 3rd opening. Toru Furuya returns as Amaro Rai in retelling of first Gundam series episode 15. Gundam.info website unveiled the cast story in June 3rd, opening date for Mobile Suit Gundam Kukuru's Dolan's Island anime film on Thursday. Chief Animation Director and character designer Atsushi, Atsushi Tamura drew the below illustration to celebrate the announcement of the opening date. Um, yeah, dude, this is like... Uh, I did not know that's what this was. But yeah, this is like... Um, the story is set after the Federation defense of Jaburo, with the Federation planning to renew offenses on Zeon's invasion headquarters in Odessa. Amaro and the White Base head to Belfast to resupply, but the White Base receives new orders to head to the island of no return to search and destroy any Zeon stragglers. Amaro set out on the island in search of Zeon spies, but finds a group of children in a Zaku mobile suit on the supposedly uninhabited island. With the Gundam left behind, Amaro encounters a man who calls himself Kukuru's Don. After uncovering the secret of the island, Amaro attempts to make his way back to the Gundam to escape. So yeah, that is the story. Uh, pretty excited for that. It's going to be cool. Oban Star Racers anime Kickstarter reaches goal in just over one hour. Sav, the World Productions Kickstarter campaign for the 15th anniversary Blu-ray disc release of the Oban Star Racers anime reached its goal of $33,824 in just over an hour. The campaign has reached four stretch goals, and as of press time, uh, so this article was published a, a few days ago, so it's now at $115,000, probably a little more. The release will include the entire 26-episode anime on five region-free Blu-ray discs, 
with 1080p, 24 frames per second, 4.3 format. The release will also include 11 dubs, French, English, Japanese, German, Russian, Latin, English, slash, Portuguese, Italian, Dutch, Turkish, and Polish. So there you go. Yeah, this is another one of those Kickstarters where, like, uh, you know, they're reviving an anime to bring back, you know, an anime that everyone's forgot about, which I appreciate. That's super cool. Um, let's talk about it at the end. Sukeban Deka pretend manga goes on hiatus due to the deaths in artist family. I did not realize there was a new Sukeban Deka manga happening. Um, I love Sukeban Deka and I want to reread all of it. Um, but yeah, the manga spinoff of Shinji Wada Sukeban Deka manga launched in Monthly Princess in August 2021. Oh, okay, so not that long ago, so that's probably why. Uh, Wada is credited for the original work. Sai Ihara is penning the script, and Hosokawa is drawing the art. The manga centers on Isami, a cheerful young girl who attends Takohana, T- Takanoha High School. The story begins when she encounters a mysterious yo-yo and a mysterious girl. Yeah, dude, Sikuban Deka is sick. I've talked about it before. Super dope. 30th Crayon Shin-Chan anime film cast Rina Kawaii, Yusoabe, and Yuki Awai. The staff of Ega Crayon Shin-Chan Mononoke Ninja Chinpuden. Um, the 30th film. It's like Shin-Chan on some ninja shit. People are excited about this one. I have not watched any Shin-Chan movie. Um, I want to. I want to watch all of them. Um, so, yeah, I got I to gotta get on that. Phantom Breaker Omnia finally reveals release date in a new trailer. We're getting a release date of March, I believe. Um, yeah, March 15th on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC via Steam after a delay. This is the third update to the Phantom Breaker fighting game series, adding two guest characters, Kurisu Makise and... Um, also, uh, Eddie Kitsumura, I believe her name is, from uh, Chaos Head. Or not, not, sorry, Rimi. Rimi, I think her name is. But yeah, Rimi Sakihara from Chaos Head, yeah. And Karisu Makise from Steengate. But yeah. Uh, so if you're planning on going to Otakon uh, at the Walter E. Washington Convention, Convention, Convention Center and the Marriott Marquis in Washington, D.C., you will have to have uh, your COVID card with your vaccinate your vaccination card and masks. Okay, uh, I'm not talking about whether I believe in vaccinations or masks or not. I'm just putting it out there that that's what they want. I'm just the middle, the middle bitch. Okay, I am vaccinated uh, because I wanted it to be. I wear my mask everywhere because I want to. I'm not telling you that's what you need to do to go to this con. I'm just saying that's what they that's what they're saying. So there you go. Um, anime YouTubers, this is a big piece I got at the end, okay? So I don't know if you guys know this. Um, if, if you do know, you know. Um, but I just thought I'd mention it just because. Um, there's a YouTube channel out there called Totally Not Mark. And he, he's this, I think he's, I think he's Irish? I don't know, it doesn't matter. But he's this really big anime YouTuber. He does a lot of, um, like, if you ever watch one of his videos, like, the way he talks in front of the camera. Um, and then he uses a lot of screenshots, obviously, and just these video essays that are like 30, 25 to 30 minutes long. He goes in depth on some of these. He 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 reviewed Keijo. Uh, <laughs> um, he goes in depth for like 15 minutes about adult Gohan and how he was like a good character and a, and a hollow character kind of. He's amazing. Um, if you've ever seen him in front of his camera, dude, um, his, his manga shelf is lit. He's, he's sweet. Anyway, what happened was a little bit ago, 
and he took the videos down since then. Um, but like basically what happened is Toei came at him and copyright copyright striked like pretty much almost his whole channel, like a hundred some videos, uh, over a hundred some videos, 150 copyright claims. Um, and he posted a video basically saying, this is my livelihood. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? So like if any of my, any of my fans can help, please help me. Like this is, this is messed up. This is my job. This is my career. And so then, um, he posted a short update about a week ago. Um, or a new update about a week ago of him going back and forth. And he basically said in that video, he basically explains, I went back and forth with YouTube for a while and I finally had like one of the top people at YouTube call me and figure it out. And YouTube basically went to Toei and said, yeah, you can't do this. You can't just, you can't just copyright strike, copyright strike it just because you want to. And, He's like, you have to like give a good reason because initially they didn't give a reason. They just, they just called for the strikes and then YouTube did it probably through their automated system or something. And someone high up at YouTube, which they did not name because, um, obviously, you know, they don't want to, um, on the other hand, YouTuber Suede, who created the parody review Pokemon journey series will have his channel channel deleted entirely in three months in a video posted on Wednesday, he explained that Shogakukan Shuisha Productions sent a court complaint demanding that he pay 80,000 yen, approximately $700 in damages plus legal fees. Suede warned that instead of utilizing YouTube's automatic copyright claim system, companies can resort to manually sending legal threats to pressure YouTube creators. This tactic also disarms YouTubers the ability to issue a counterclaim through YouTube's system and makes it prohibitively, prohibitively expensive for them to fight back. He also claimed that the geo-blocking solution employed in Totally Not Mark's case can also be rendered moot if the company makes a claim for damages based on views accrued in Japan in the past. So the thing in Totally Not Mark's case is that YouTube went to Toei and said his audience is predominantly in North America and in Europe. If it was in Japan, if you want to block all the videos in Japan, then you absolutely can, but you cannot block them here. So... Which totally not Mark had pretty much said that he was okay with. He was like, he was like, I understand that the copyright laws in Japan are different, um, that the fair use laws are different in Japan. If they want to block my videos in Japan, I would understand that. But you can't block them everywhere. Like my my audience is predominantly in North America and Europe. This is not fair. And you know, so that's how YouTube sided with him. But now Suede has said that now they are sending companies in Japan are sending. You know, they're going the manual route, not like they're going past YouTube and just going, no, send them this, here's, give this to the lawyer, tell them to send it to Suede, you know. And that sucks. That sucks for uh, people like Anime Summit. It sucks for Suede. It sucks for Totally Not Mark. Um, it sucks hella, right? Um, we, are, uh, we as Anime Summit are not as big as these two people I mentioned are. These people have been around for a while. They've been doing it for a long time. They're awesome and they're great at what they do. Um, and we've been around for seven years almost, but you know, we're a podcast. We're not making videos with, we're not making videos with like clips and stuff. Right. But even if we were, and I, and I got them to say from like Segoy media, which are, can be used for fair use. 
Um, by the way, you can't like come at me and say like you can't like that's that sucks because then what's gonna happen right is they're gonna find one video and then they're gonna try and trash our whole channel, which sounds like is what they're doing to Swade, which I which fucking sucks. That's very terrible. Anyway, I I did a very bad explanation of how this whole situation was handled. I would suggest going to Totally Not Mark's channel and watching the latest video. It's called We Won, sort of, Totally Update. And then going to Swade's channel, um, and it's titled Every Enemy YouTuber Could Be Gone Tomorrow. Um, but yeah, check it out. Check it out and let me know what you think. That being said, that's all I got for you. I know a little shorter newscast today, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love you guys very much. And again, let me know how you like just doing the anime news just like this with some like other nerdy things sprinkled in. And let me know what you think. That being said, I love you guys very much. I love you just the way you are. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.